And if you know, you know why Patrick's playing it. Welcome into the swamp, folks. It's Thursday, March 30th. Todd just knocked one out of the swamp. Let's fix the windows of the corner office, but that's okay. The Rangers. There you go. What else you know, Todd? <laughs> I know it don't matter if it rains out there today because they play indoors. I saw them. Yeah. They ain't scared. Yeah. Three o'clock. You know, Sadie will be there. Oh, God. Who's Sadie? That's my uh, Yorkie, Chihuahua Yorkie. She says a lot of things. I doubt she'll be there, but we'll let it we'll let it slide if you get it. Well, so what do you know today? I'm gonna tell you this right now. It's Thursday, so it's gonna be some rock and roll on the weather around here. I guess we're kind of in that pattern. But uh, the forecast for today is it should get up to about 74. Uh, it was low this morning at 58. Again, like I said, storms. And uh, it's kind of darkening up here at the swamp, looking out. But this last Thursday of March. That's it, huh? For, first Monday. First Monday. Weekend. But also, if you're around Arlington the next few days and you're wondering how much. How many people can fit in that baseball park? Not only that's going on, but at the AT&T for the next three, starting tomorrow night, Taylor Swift's in town. So I suggest get you a helicopter if you're supposed to be out there and try and get because I'm telling you, that is something else. Leave early. At least like last week. But anyway... Hey, bring in economy. That's all I know. That's a big deal, Lucille. But uh, it is first day of baseball, and uh, that was a big thing, you know, with the judge and uh, your uncle Sonny, and well, but all of us. We like we like the Rangers, and uh, we used to go out there quite a bit. And, and here we go. Now, I don't even know who won the baseball game, but apparently. Uh, the Texas and Texas A&M, which are not in the same conference yet, again, I will not get started on that, but uh, they will play baseball with each other. Well, they were at College Station, and zoop, here comes a streaker. Oh, gosh. Yeah, ends up, he's a, he's a cross-country kid that, uh, reading the article, uh, I think he's going to be disciplined a little bit. He dropped his pants and, uh, you know, Texas, uh, does something and on the back written and had another political sign and he's running across the field and the the Aggie out wasn't too impressed. <laughs> Anybody runs, I said on the video, kind of kind of funny, you know, I always say, how's he gonna get out of this one? So he runs all the way out to center field. He jumps up, try to get over, he slips and the crowd goes, ah and then he tries it again, he gets up goes and he is a cross country kid so he's in shape i don't know eventually got him but uh his name's in the paper he, he, you type it in you find out yourself but 
I know that all the Aggies loved it, and I got a feeling that some of the horns got a kick out of it too. <laughs> I'm surprised the players don't just start uh, to. Well, they were they all kind of stopped, just looking like, "What's going on?" And hey, in this day and time, you, you know, of course, he, you could tell if he had any kind of weapon on him because he, <laughs> he was he was kind of slim dressed, but uh, did have some shorts on. There. He dropped them a little bit uh, as he ran. He didn't just. He wasn't official street. Back in the 70s, you'd be somewhere, <coughs> excuse me, in a complete streaker. Nothing on come down. Saw it at the square one night at Common, Texas. Hey. Mm, I had to go down and do a little x-ray work. And I'm coming back. A lot of people run. The old boy comes running across. Actually, knew who he was. But I'm not going to give him any publicity today. <laughs> but, okay. But, but, I mean, uh, it was a strong uh, song about it, and they call it the street. Woo, woo, you know. But anyway, enough of that. And uh, what you got going on your side of the swamp? Well, I mean, it kind of transitions very well into my story because there were some some guys running around. They happened to be horses on the loose. And uh, they're streaking, I guess, because they don't wear clothes. But uh, they led the police on a 30-minute chase through a Pennsylvania town. And uh, this the guy that owns them, he said that uh, he kind of lured them in after they contacted who they found him. They uh, confirmed his retired thoroughbred racers had escaped their pen. So I'm talking quick moving. <laughs> so this made me think of our little... Yeah. happening with the horses and i'm wondering if when the people called the police uh if they said well how many are there and what color are they <laughs> ma'am they're the four horses that are on the highway that's going to be the ones she really asked me that and what's your name does it matter <laughs> but you know how you're always big on that's a lady cadaver yeah <laughs> that's me you know how you're always big on these articles, you know, the editor doesn't really edit, oh, I guess. Yeah. So this says Gaffney contacted the suspected owner of the hoses. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. Damn. Those thoroughbred hoses, you got to yeah, watch you out. You got to watch them. Hey, Kentucky Derby's coming up first weekend of May. So I'm saying, all right. I'm just going to warn you right now. April Fool happened over the weekend, so don't let somebody sting you. Yeah. Right. Like my grandma, <laughs> 93 years old, I'm staying with her. I wake up about mm. 5 in the morning. I hear this, help, help. Man, I run in there thinking she's going to be on the ground. Bed's made. She's fully dressed, sitting on the edge of the bed. April Fool. Like, yeah, grandma, you got me. You're 93. Anyway, this guy. One two million dollars, and then two years later, he won him another million. Well, there you go. Yeah, pays to play. So he spent the million on his dream wedding. I'm gonna go ahead and wow. say that's that's uh, his fiance's dream wedding. Not oh, his. let me tell you, yeah. we're gonna get this straight right now. I'm gonna go ahead and say yeah. I don't think I'm going through with that. No, I went a million bucks. Oh well, let's have a dream wedding. I got your dream wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Sayonara. He said, it's cool because the first time I won it was two miles from my house. And this time I was four and a half hours away. 
what are the chances of me being down there at that exact moment in time? Wow. He found it hard to believe. Yeah. Yeah. North Carolina. Go Hills. All right. So. Uh, and also go Eagles. Um, so, you know, toddlers sometimes don't speak too clearly. Uh, and this dad was trying, he, he joked around with his wife saying, I need a toddler translator because I don't know what my son's <laughs> saying to me. Well, they had left him. They leave him with this tablet so many hours a day. He really did need a translator because the kid was speaking Spanish. <laughs> he was on this Spanish game or something. And so he's really like trying to talk to his dad and his dad doesn't understand thinking he's just mumbling and whatnot. And he's speaking another language. <laughs> Yahoo! 2020, this day, Bill Withers passed away. Bill Wynn. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone, Bill Wynn. Yep. I know, I know, I know. You know, anytime he says that in the. Man, you've told me what, 26, 20? The main version. Yeah. Wild, isn't it? What do you know over there? We're going to talk about olives today. Okay. We want to get we want to get healthier. So the olive botanical name Ale Yapraya, meaning European olive. I know just say that. Yeah. I don't know. It's a species of small tree that's found traditionally at the Mediterranean basin. All I know is black olives will go on that pizza. Yeah. Seems like that always popperized around here. But this is what the benefits are. In other words, what it do for you and to you. Olives help to prevent the development of cancer. You know, we say that a lot about a lot of the foods. Yes, we do. It's out there always being grown. Yep. No, okay. So let's put that out there. Uh, but anyway, what its makeup is. Of course, it's the reason it's rich in uh, phytochemicals. And among these, hydrotrisol is the major phenolic compound present in table olives, which is linked to the prevention of several types of cancer. Hmm. What do you think of that? Olives have great antioxidant properties. Olives are a source of vitamin E, which is the most abundant vitamin present in table olives. In the body, vitamin E acts as an important antioxidant that helps to protect our cells from damage caused by free radicals. Olives help to protect our cardiovascular system, our, our heart and our blood vessels. Olives are good for the maintenance of intestinal health. Fiber and monosaturated fat present in olives help in the proper functioning of the intestine, preventing constipation. These fibers also provide the safety feeling. Thus, olives may be also helpful for weight loss. But no matter where they're at and where they're from, White ocean, close to they grow. 
They can have possible side effects. And it's also the name of Popeye's girlfriend. True. In a study, it was shown that olives could be affected by environmental pollution caused by industrial and traffic activities. Thus, olives may be contaminated by heavy metals. Chronic exposure to heavy metals can increase the risk of cancer development. So here you go. The heavy metals might give you an issue that might somehow got in the olive. I don't know. They got to put all this out there. But also olives are help preventive in some type of cancer. There you go. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Quantity recommendations. Olives can be consumed every day in a moderate amount as a healthy snack option. It is recommended to consume one to two portions per day. That is about five olives. Preserved olives should be added in the diet with caution, especially for hypersensitive patients due to its high salt content. I'm just saying. Even things that's good for us, you need to know the limitation. <laughs> the uh, Farmer's Almanac, they got a lot of suggestions on things. A lot of suggestions. Well, here's some more. Okay. From the Farmer's Almanac. Make perfect poached eggs. Not porched eggs. I had a kid tell me one of Coach, is it good for eggs to be porched? I said, I don't know. If you stand out there and somebody throws and hits you, they get all over the porch. But they might be poached. I didn't get one laugh out of those yahoos <laughs> in there. But anyway. Huh? Add two teaspoons of white vinegar to the simmering water before adding the eggs. This helps keep the whites together, but does not affect the flavor. Thought I'd throw that out there. I got some more Farmer's Almanac suggestions. Keep spices fresh. Store spices at room temperature, but away from the heat and steam of the stove. They will keep their flavor and potency longer. A lot of people put their little rack there by their stove mm-hmm. in the heat. Yeah. Kind of hurts things. I'm just saying. Store foods at the right temperatures. To ensure food safety, your refrigerator temperature should be 36 to 39 degrees Fahrenheit. And the freezer should be 0 to 6 degrees Fahrenheit. Let me tell you what Farmer's Almanac's done. If you have a lot more broth than you need, Okay, this is what you can do with the the extra. Okay. If you have leftover broth, freeze it in ice cube trays, then transfer the cubes to a baggie and store in the freezer. Because we already know what the freezer should be, zero to six degrees Fahrenheit, because it gives the tip there right above us. Use the cubes at a later date to add extra flavor to soups, stews, and gravies. 
Are you right? Okay. All right. Let me tell you something else about the Farmer's Almanac. They got a way to get grease-free cookies. Grease-free? Yeah, man, I don't know. I don't run the taste right there, but anyway, here you go. <laughs> Place hot cookies on a brown paper bag. The paper will absorb the grease from the cookies. You're right. That's no fun. All right. But we can try it. Whatever. Be healthier. But if you're eating a cookie, eat the cookie. That's right. Go all out. Sometimes I even let them get baked. A lot of times I don't. <laughs> let me tell you something else the farmers all night suggest. What you get? Storing potatoes for best flavor. Store potatoes in a cool, dark place. Excessive brightness turns them green and affects their taste negatively. Hmm. Yeah. Cool, cool them down. Darken them up. Okay. Put some shades on them. Yeah. If you ever look around, see potatoes and shades. Mr. Potato Head. And, the, you know, the prices are pretty out of hand. Like I priced some tires yesterday and I said, well, they're 44% higher than they were just a few months ago. I said, well, good. <laughs> you didn't say that. <laughs> they have said it one thing in it. Yeah. Well, here we go. Farmer's Almanac got another suggestion about freeze ground beef the right way. I don't know, there might be a wrong way to freeze it, but here's the right way from the Farmer's Almanac. Buy ground beef in bulk when it's on sale and freeze in half pound packages in one quart freezer bags. Roll the meat as flat as possible in the bag, removing all the air and freeze flat. Then when the packages are frozen, you can stack them. Not only do they take up less space in the freezer. Okay. And then they got a word and they don't have any more else to say. Well. It happens. Farmer's Almanac must know that I like tater tots because they even have a suggestion about easy homemade tater tots. I'm telling I said tots, ma'am. <laughs> This is how it works. It's easy to make everyone's favorite side dish. How can you not Come think on. about Kobe? Come you know? on. Uh, uh, oh, man. Just mix two cups leftover mashed potatoes with one egg and one quarter cup flour. Shape into tot shapes. Roll. I, I'm reading this here. Again, again, that's tots, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Roll in panko breadcrumbs and fry in vegetable oil until deep golden brown. For extra deliciousness, add one cup shredded mozzarella cheese to the potato mix. I tell you what, I don't know. We might not try that. That sounds pretty, pretty good. All right, it does. I think we should do that. But I'm going to tell you this right now. The last tip for the day Farmer's Almanac for tender flaky biscuits and scones. <laughs> scones. Oh, scones. Okay. You just added a little Oh, R in no, there. No, no. Okay. To bake tender flaky biscuits, pie crust, and scones, or any recipe that calls for cold butter to be cut into the flour, simply freeze a stick of butter and grate it using the largest 
pose of a box cheese grater. Then add to the flour mixture. Well, that's what all those things are for. Those different things so. on yeah. cheese grater. He said scones, sir. Scones. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I'm saying. Let's give uh, Farmer's Almanac a hand hey, on that. Hey, there you I go. I want to feel better about it already. Lots of tips. Woo. Learning lots of tips. And that's right. It's all about the tips. And yes, ma'am, that is tots. And hey, if you notice around here, these overgrown-looking mosquito things. I don't know what those things are, but yes, they're... But well, hey, they're useful. Okay. They're adult life. They only live for two weeks. I've got this today. But uh, here we go. Skeeter eaters don't really eat mosquitoes. That's just what they're called. I don't know. But they do serve an important purpose. And that's about all we're going to get on that. Because a lot of people call them different things. But a little professor over at uh, UT Arlington, she is a self-described bug nerd. When I came to Texas, I heard Skeeter Eater, Mosquito Hawk, and I've also heard Daddy Long Legs. Well, all right. Whatever they're called, we had a pretty mild winter and wet spring. That's why there's so many of them right now. And they like to get on decomposed plants. Hmm. That, and it says the reason they can't be called skeeter eaters because they don't have a mouth. It says they can't eat anything at all. They, they, it says they don't even have the mouth parts to it. If they eat anything, they might take a little sip of flower nectar, and that's about it. Hmm. Much of a crane fly's eating happens during the larva stage. So there you go. They help decompose our dying plants, and also they're an important food source early in the spring before a lot of other animals have something to eat. So there you go. I know everybody knows what we're talking about because a lot of people, ah, ah. that's I've seen them do. All right. Yeah. There are a lot of them out there. Uh, they're, they're roaming and inside around. sometimes. Roaming around. Yep. So we got that, we got that taken care of. And uh, I tell you, hey, the wit and wisdom today, which Lord knows we need it, the uh, comes from the Texas High School Coaches Association magazine, wit and wisdom column. It's pretty sharp by. Kobe Bryant has now been gone about three years. Mm -hmm. It's really nuts, isn't it? But anyway, hard worker, which we all know that he was if he's in the coaching business and, or watching anything to do with athletics. He comes up with a lot of things he said comes up a lot. This is one of them. Great things come from hard work and perseverance. No excuses. And, what you know, we can relate that to the life just get out and do it i know casey this morning talked to a good friend of her back in florida and uh, she goes every day she keeps going and fighting even though the traffic is getting worse uh she says well, it's kind of bad when you got the most beautiful beaches in the world and you can't get to them but perseverance just keeps us going and 
that's what we do. She means a lot to our family. Well, hey, that's about all I got to multiply, subtract, add, or divide. And then, hey, you go to the ball game, they got a huge burger out there that's as long as a baseball bat. I saw it on the news the other night. So go with a lot of friends. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you, you should not go always hungry, but you better have the credit card. I don't even know if they take cash anymore about anything. What you got left over there? Something to do, maybe read something on this rainy day if you don't go to the baseball game? Read the Gen Library. I love it. It's out there ready to roll. Ten books. Swamp Productions Facebook will lead you right to them. They're all on Amazon. Check them out. Thanks for listening to a retired coach and his kid. I'm the retired coach. I'm the kid. 31 years ago, it was a Monday. Because we're making it count.